On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're talking about online reviews. Where are the best places to get online reviews and how do you ask for them from your clients? The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what is up, Massive Agents? Welcome to Episode 9 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome. I am a real estate agent in Salt Lake City, Utah. I run a real estate company here called Search Salt Lake, and I'm also the founder of SaltLakeInsider.com, which is my local media company. It has nothing to do with real estate. It's just Salt Lake. And I'm also a co-founder of the Snappack Live real estate group on Facebook. Join up if you haven't yet. You're missing out. So real quick, I know we've picked up a lot of new listeners over the last few weeks. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. So what the hell is this Massive Agent thing? What's the whole Massive Agent podcast all about? Why should you listen? I wanted to start a podcast to help people to sell more homes, mainly by getting more leads coming in the door. If you can get more leads, whether that's online, whether it's you know from your sphere of influence or whatever, if you can get more leads, then you can sell more homes. So this podcast is all about lead generation tips and ideas to help you do that. And we'll talk about some real estate hubble. What's the word? Hullabaloo. We'll we'll talk about some. God, I just pulled that out of my ass. That was that was weird. I don't think I've ever used that word. We're going to talk about some random real estate industry stuff, some real estate news at some point. But there's just so many lead generation ideas. I think it'd be dumb not to just load you up on those. So today we're going to be talking all about online reviews. There's a bajillion freaking places that you could ask your clients to review you on, but there's only a few of them that are worth your time and attention. We're going to talk about what those are, where you should be trying to get reviews from your clients, and then I'll give you some tips on how to ask for reviews in the first place, because I know a lot of us struggle with getting our clients to actually leave reviews. One quick reminder, it's still February 2018. We're still running the massive contest. Everything we do here is just, we throw a massive in front of it. And that's what it is. So it's the massive contest. And this is my massive monologue. So we're still running the massive contest until the end of February. Everybody who leaves a review for the Massive Agent Podcast on iTunes, also known as Apple Podcasts, will be entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. 100 bucks can go a long way on Amazon. All you have to do is leave us a review on iTunes and or share this podcast in another real estate Facebook group. Okay, help us get the word out, basically, is, is the goal there. Now, what you have to do to enter, this is a must. It's funny how many how many of you guys don't follow the directions. But if you leave a review or you share this, you have to take a screenshot. Take a screenshot and then post it on our Facebook page, the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page. Post it in the comments of the pin post. That's it. So thank you, guys, everybody who's already left a review and already helped share the word and get the word out. I really appreciate it. Please keep that up. That's really helping us to grow our our audience at a pretty quick rate. Um, that's only going to let us do more really cool stuff in the future and get even bigger guests on here to help you guys to grow your business. All right. Now the show. Today's massive Q&A question at the end, after we talk about online reviews, we have an awesome question that I'm really going to have to think about. This is from Rick Gonzalez, a realtor in Freeport, Florida. I think that's in the Destin area. He asks, if you were a brand new agent 
and you only had a thousand dollars to start your business, what would you do with that thousand dollars? So stay tuned for that one. That's the massive Q and A section. We're going to get to that at the very end of the show. But right now, let's talk about some online reviews. I want you to, to really think about how important online reviews really are. I mean, whether you've been a real estate agent for a week or 20 years, you know that online reviews are extremely important. They're kind of the currency that helps the general public to decide who should they hire or not. And a lot of us that maybe we're not as focused on reviews as we should be, here's why you should be. Think about your own behavior, all right? Now, me personally, it, whenever I'm traveling or if I'm ever looking for a new restaurant or or a place to go to brunch on Sunday or whatever, I look on Yelp, I look at the reviews, I, I find the best rated places, I read some of the reviews, and and that's where I go. I'm Especially with eating out, I'm 100% relying on reviews. The same thing if I'm looking for a new dentist, a new doctor, you know, a, a roofer, whatever, I look at online reviews. And it's no different when somebody is looking for a real estate agent to help them buy or sell a house. Do you think all of a sudden they're just, even though everything else they do, they use online reviews for, they're just not going to for this particular thing? No. And they'll most likely scrutinize online reviews even more because it's such a big financial transaction for them if they're selling and if they're buying too, same thing. So now we just need to talk about where where are people going to find those reviews, all right? And, and there's three main places that I really want you to focus on, possibly four. The number one, and this is for every one of you, it doesn't matter how long you've been in the business, the number one place that you should try to be getting reviews is on Google. The Google reviews got to be your number one priority. The reason being, if people hop on Google and they're like, you know, best realtor in Salt Lake City, now naturally they're going to find myself, but they're going to find a few other people, but they're going to, you know, reviews are going to be what helps Google decide who shows up in that search, right? At least now there's the website search results, and then there's the the Google, the quote unquote, this is the actual name of it, Google My Business listing. The My Business listing is what shows up on the upper right side of a, of a Google search if you're on desktop, where it shows, you know, that business on a map. It shows the reviews. It links reviews from Yelp and from, you know, HomeAdvisor or wherever. And, and that's kind of like Google summarizing a business for somebody. So if you want to show up in that, when people are doing local intent-based searches for real estate agents, you need to start building your Google reviews. Otherwise, you'll never show up there. And most people go to Google when they're looking for an agent. I've gotten many, many deals from people that have found me through Googling and they're like, hey, we read your, your reviews and you sounded great, so we hired you. That's kind of a clue. That's a clue, guys. So if you, up to this point, if you have not been asking your clients to review you, to review you on Google, you absolutely should be, all right? Now you can do that in addition to the other places you've been having reviews done but you need to start getting Google reviews. Now, the second one, it depends, okay? The second most powerful place to get online reviews is Yelp. But if your client, if whoever is reviewing you, if they're not an active Yelp user, if they're not actively on Yelp, leaving reviews, liking, checking in, doing all that stuff, if they're not doing that, Yelp's just gonna hide their review. I've had a good half dozen or more reviews left by clients who who got onto Yelp and the only reason they, they got onto Yelp was to leave me a review. Yelp doesn't like that. Okay. And so they just hide the review and it doesn't help you. So that sucks. I would say get your clients to review you on Yelp only if they are active Yelp users. A reason that Yelp is so powerful is it's my understanding that Alexa uses Yelp reviews if somebody's searching for the best restaurant, best real estate agent, best dentist, whatever in your area. 
they use Yelp's reviews, whereas Google Home, of course, uses Google reviews. So uh, if you can have reviews being built up on Google and Yelp, that's amazing. Definitely do that. The third one, and this one isn't nearly as important as, as Google and Yelp, but Facebook. Get reviews on your Facebook page. And what's great about getting Google and Facebook reviews, unlike Yelp, because Yelp like scrutinizes the shit out of the review that's being left, you should be getting reviews not just from your clients, but from your referral partners, other realtors that you know in other parts of the country that you refer business back and forth to. A review from them, that's important for a consumer to know too. There's nothing wrong with that. If you do business with somebody in, let's say, Richmond, Virginia, and you know that, that the client you referred them was impressed, why is your review of, of that agent not valid? It's 100% valid. So start thinking of, you know, you can get reviews from other people other than just your clients, get your referral partners and other realtors from all around the world to review you as well. That'll help build those numbers up pretty quick. Now the Facebook page, it's not nearly as important. It doesn't really show up in search results, but it it does show up on Google's my business listing. If somebody comes across Dustin Brome the realtor in Salt Lake City and that they're looking at my my Google my business listing, they're going to see my Google reviews, but Google also pulls my reviews from Facebook, from Zillow, and I think a couple other places. Uh, Yelp is one of them. It, so it pulls all those and it shows those reviews al- alongside your Google one. So it's good to have those Facebook reviews too. It just adds to the overall picture that, hey, this is a very high rated agent. We should hire them. Now, the, the last place I would, I'd recommend uh, that you get reviews is on Zillow and Trulia and realtor.com too. But uh, now I want you to hear me. If you don't actively use Zillow, if you're not paying for Zillow leads, if you're not a premier agent, don't waste your time. Okay, I, I think I have like eight Zillow reviews or something like that because I don't use Zillow. I don't focus on Zillow as part of my marketing. I know a lot of you guys do. That's totally fine. If if you have been focusing on Zillow and you're a premier agent and you're doing some Zillow, you know, you're buying Zillow leads. Yes, you need to be building reviews on Zillow and Trulia as well um, for sure. So, but if you're not, don't worry about all of a sudden going out and, oh, I need to get reviews on Zillow too. No, you don't. Just focus on Google, Yelp, Facebook. All right, so now we know where you want to get the reviews to help people find you online and hire you. Now we need to talk about how do you ask your clients to give you a review. Now, I used to wait until the transaction was over and then I'd ask, hey, would you mind doing a review? And, you know, some people did and some people didn't. But here's what I have found is the best system for for getting clients to do online reviews. And I want to say this up front, even still, not every single person is going to leave you a review. No matter how many times you bug them, they're just, they just won't. That's okay. That's just part of the game. But what you need to do up front, when you're first sitting down with a client, a buyer or a seller, you want to let them know, Hey, here's my goal. My goal is to do such a good job for you that you want to leave me an online review. Say my goal is to do such a good job that I can get a great review from you at the end of all this. Set the expectation up front. Then you know, and you don't really need to mention it again unless it comes up. But at, when you're at the closing table, which is usually a, a positive thing, right? Unless you're, unless it's a short sale or something, then, you know, those are weird. But even still, if you've done a great job for somebody, you already set the expectation that you want a review from them. And then at the closing table, you say, hey, you know, like, like I mentioned when we first met, my goal was to do such a good job that that you're willing to leave me a review. If I sent you a link to leave me a review on Google, Yelp, and Facebook, would you mind filling that out for me? Is that something you can do? And then get them to say yes or no. 
They're going to say yes every time. And because you set the expectation right when you met them, right when you started the process, it's not going to be like this out of the blue thing. They've already been expecting to do it, even though it hasn't, obviously, it hasn't been at the front of their mind. But you're then at the closing table, it's almost like you're reminding them. And then you make it easy. You say, hey, if I send you a link, will you do this? And they say yes. Now, use bit.ly or, or goo.gl or you know one of those link shorteners and then take your Google review link. And if you don't know where to find that, just Google it, okay? GTS, Google that shit. Google where to find that that link and then use bit.ly or something. Um, I think mine's like bit.ly, bit.ly slash Dustin's review link or something like that. And then I created a an email in my LionDesk CRM. And every time I close a transaction, I just send that email. It already has that review link in it. It explains that, hey, if you are a Yelp user, Here's a link to Yelp too. And that's really helped to increase how many people leave me reviews. It's been great. So you want to set the expectation up front. Let them know you want a review from them. Remind them at the closing table when they're the happiest, when it, you know the whole thing's come to an end. And you're, you're asking them, but you're reminding them at the same time. And then you make it easy for them by giving them a link right in their inbox. All they have to do is click it, write the review, hit submit. Bam. So you do those things and you guys are going to be able to really boost your numbers of online reviews. That's going to be a huge help to you and your business. Um, you know, don't expect that once you get a few reviews that all of a sudden you're going to get, you know, three phone calls a week from people wanting to sell their million dollar home. If they do, fantastic. Good for you. I'm jelly. Jelly. I don't even say, I don't even say jelly. I don't know what's going on today. Today's weird. But start that now so that maybe six months from now, a year from now, whatever, once you build up those reviews, all of a sudden you're going to start getting people finding you through Google or through Yelp or whatever, and that's going to get you business. Sometimes you have to think past this week. Sometimes you have to think past the end of the month, you know, in, in terms of building your business. So start building the reviews now. They will pay off later as long as you keep doing it and keep building. All right. Now today's massive Q&A. I still need to get a soundbite for that. Damn it massive Q&A. Rick Gonzalez, good friend of mine, a real estate agent in Freeport, Florida. Amazing question. If you're a brand new agent and you only have $1,000 to get your business jump started, what would you spend that thousand bucks on? Well, Rick, my buddy Rick. Now, if I was starting my real estate business today, I had $1,000. I didn't have any more. I would do two things. I would invest in a great website Okay, and there's a bunch of them out there. This is what I did when I talked about this on the last episode, episode number eight, the content marketing episode. You have to find a great website. It's going to cost not quite a thousand bucks, but it might five, six, seven hundred bucks to get started. Invest in that great website and start putting out great content and learning, learning about SEO, learning how to share, learning how to, to get social media engagement. You know, that doesn't cost you any money, but it costs you your time, a lot of it, but it's worth it. The biggest expense for the website is up front. Do that, get that ball rolling, start cranking out the content, really devote a lot of time up front to that. That'll start paying off within, you know, five, six, seven, eight months, sometimes less, sometimes more. But you've got to start that. If you want some more context on that, go back to episode number eight, the previous episode from this one, where I talk about content marketing. Um, and I'm going to do a full episode on websites because I get a ton of questions about my website. And hey, what website should I use? And you know, this, that, and the other. I'm going to do a full episode on it. Don't worry. Don't stress. Stress is a killer. Don't do it. But let's say that cost me 700 bucks and I had 300 bucks left over. I would then take that, and this is going to surprise some people that, that know me and that, that have been following me for a minute. I'd take that 300 bucks and I would do a bunch of open houses. 
I would go to agents in my office or in my brokerage that had great listings and it, they don't even have to be at your brokerage. You just, you go to somebody and say, Hey, can I do an open house for you at your listing? Then I would, you know, go get some bottled water, get some snacks, you know, nothing crazy. You don't need a big smorgasbord. All right. Don't do that. Just, you know, some light refreshments, some good signs, and you only have to buy the signs once. Ideally, if you're limited on your budget, just borrow the open house signs and the directionals, right? And do a bunch of open houses. I found that whenever I do open houses, which I really don't do very often at all anymore, but having people sign in on an iPad increases the chance that they will sign in dramatically. There's something about signing in on an iPad that's, you know, it's current technology and people are like, ooh, cool, you know, I can do that, rather than just a paper sign-in. Do not do the paper sign-in. Use an iPad. Get Open House Pro or or even Easy Agent Pro has an open house sign-in functionality, but get them to sign in on an iPad. That's going to help. And then follow up with them. Follow up, follow up, follow up. That's what I would do. I think a combination of getting a great website and then putting out a ton of content, which costs you no money. It just costs you a bunch of your time. Do that. Get that ball rolling because that takes months to really start to to pay off and then do some open houses right now to pick up some unrepresented buyers. I think that's the winning combination. A thousand bucks would do it. That, my friend, is my answer. Great question, Rick. Unbelievable. I mean, if you guys knew Rick, you'd be like, well, this guy should be wearing a helmet around. And he came he came up with that question all by himself. It's impressive. It's re- <laughs> Rick, that's amazing. I kid, I kid. I love Rick. He's a good friend. We give each other shit all the time. For real, though. Good question. Now, if you guys have a question that you want to hear me answer live on the show... Again, it's not live, it's a podcast, but if you want to hear me answer it on the show, go to our Facebook page, Massive Agent Podcast, send us a message. You know, in fact, I'm going to I'm going to add to the chat bot on the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page. I'm going to add massive Q&A submission or so, something like that so that there's a spot from the chat bot to send us a message and get your question answered. So do it that way or you could just post it on the page, but each week I take the best question that I had and I answer it on the show to give some more context and go in in deeper on the topic. All right, guys, that wraps up episode number nine of the Massive Agent Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you learned something today. I hope you start building up those online reviews. I hope if you're new and you only have a thousand bucks or less or more that you can use what I just talked about to go out and crush it. Guys, thank you so much for listening, for your support. Keep sharing the word. Keep leaving us reviews on iTunes. Those are extremely helpful. Thank you so much. Don't forget the $100 Amazon gift card contest that we're doing. We'll be back next week with another episode for you. In the meantime, go sell some homes. Have an awesome one.